You guys want to see something cursed real quick? Oh boy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better Win Green, eh? To Better Win Green, eh? To Better Win Green, eh? Welcome, welcome, welcome into Intentional Lounging, everybody. We're back for Divisional Football. Was an excellent week for us. You see Chiefs fans, Lions fans here. Excellent weekend for us. Even better betting. We've got money coming out of our ears right now, boys. We are doing excellent. Uh, also, if you want to have some money coming out of your ears, you want to make some money, you need to be following us over on Sharps, guys. It is a social media app for sports bettors. 100%. If you don't have it downloaded, you need to do it right now. It's free. Use code BET269. That's BET with two Ts, B-E-T-T-269. Join us over there. Guys, incredible weekend for better and green. A lot of coaching changes going on as well. Where do we even want to start? Ethan, you want to start taking us somewhere? I mean, I'll start with the Lions. I cried on a Sunday night. Didn't even think it was even a possibility. And the second Amon-Ra got that first down, I just tears came out of my eyes. And I, it was 29 years of just pent up. I don't even know. Uh, I mean, I don't love the Lions like I once did. I still absolutely love them. But, I mean, I used to – live and die with Detroit every if they won it was a good week if they lost it was a bad week it's just how it went for me so yeah ton of emotion tied into that one game um I said before the year I either wanted a division win or a playoff win both would just be phenomenal and anything after that cherry on the cake so I mean we got them both I'll take it I hope I like our matchup with Tampa I want to go get another one but is that how you feel all the time Ben I just have I mean uh, recently, yes. Uh, like yeah. the other 27 years, no. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking, I'm like, wow, I, that was my fourth playoff game I've ever seen and my first win. And then I was thinking about you, and I'm like, he had four games last year, and they were all wins. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, not nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, That was awesome. I mean, Wyatt, huge week for you with the Michigan Natty and then the, the first playoff win for you as well. So, yeah. How are you feeling emotionally? How did it yeah. compare to Michigan? I've been meaning to ask you that. You know, I'm in a weird spot because I've had, again, Michigan, Michigan National Championship first time. Well, not the first time in my life. First time in my remembrance of my life. Uh, and then the Lions first playoff win for the first time in my life. And I'm a little nervous. Things are going a little bit to my way right now. Like, <laughs> what, what? Like honestly, like I could honestly die right now and, and like my <laughs> life would be like complete. So I'm a little nervous. I guess Lions Super Bowl, but. A little nervous, like things are going a little too well. Bets are kind of hitting a little too hot right now. Everything's everything's a little too going too well, which freaks me out. Um, something bad, law of averages, something bad's probably going to happen. But um, yeah, the Michigan one was great. Uh, the problem with the Michigan one, I got so hyped for the Alabama win, and then the national championship game just wasn't like super. Like I knew that game was like won kind of early. So I, like it, it ended and it just wasn't the same kind of feeling. You're just like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Then the Lions won. I mean, I'm just much more of a Michigan fan than Lions, and yeah, I, I usually like I like I, I like having fun like making fun of the Lions because they've been bad for so long. So it's just weird to see that they're good, and I still don't like them as much as Michigan. But it, yeah, seeing them win a playoff game, seeing like a bunch of my buddies went to the game, seeing all the videos at the game, it just looks like the place to be, the team to be. They are now, I mean, fuck the Cowboys, they are now America's team. So. Um, a lot of people rooting for Lions, and it, it's a weird feeling, and I just hope they continue it and, and don't – I think they're in a really bad spot this week, and I don't think anyone's talking about it. But 
I hope they continue it. And yeah, so life's good. Life's good. Something terrible is going to happen. Pray for worse bets over here. But um, yeah, feeling good. Everything's going good for Wyatt. You know what's not who's is not going great for the one commenter we had that said the Eagles aren't good. They're eleven. After that comment, the Eagles did not win another game. Just rest in peace to that guy if you're still out there. Told you so. We did. We did tell you that. We tried to warn you. Um, also, just clap it up. Clap it up for the Eagles, man. Catch is made by Seattle for the interception. You sure about that? Are you sure about that? Playoffs? Clap it up for us on the Eagles. Nick Sirianni, man, we've you your season ended after you were running out of that Chiefs tunnel. Ethan, correct me if I'm wrong. How you like that, Chiefs fans? They should have lost that game against Buffalo, correct, in overtime? That's one of many. And then they <laughs> lost all the rest except for one other game. I think they beat the Giants in there. Lost all the other ones. That's what happens when your entire goal is a regular season game. You don't even see Andy Reid celebrate like that after a divisional playoff win. Like, dude's a clown. Dude's a joke. And the team fell apart. This is one of the most talented. Correct me if I'm wrong here also. This is one of the most talented rosters in the entire NFL. And they just got knocked out by a team that won the worst division. Once again, I, I'm not trying to throw disrespect on the Bucks, but this is a team. This is a game they should have won. They're horrible, terrible. They're, Wyatt and I were talking about it yesterday when filming the basketball show. Wyatt said he didn't even finish the game. Um, I you almost knew. did not finish the game. Watching Philly defensively was like. I'm not going to lie. I ended up putting a little bit of money on Philly. It was kind of part of me. I mean, I did think they were going to find a way to win the game. I don't know why, because I've been bagging on them all year, but it was also partially a hedge because I just don't think Philly, or I don't think Detroit's defense matches up well against Philly's offense. So I was kind of wanting Tampa. Um, so it was kind of a hedge there for who I wanted and who I thought would maybe win. But yeah, just having the money on Philly, trying to watch them stop Tampa's offense, that isn't even that good was just like, I just wanted to claw my eyes out. It was just yeah. completely terrible. And uh, I mean, that's Matt Patricia for you, I guess. But yeah, just I, brutal. I don't know why he was upgraded to a play caller. That That's, no. I mean, first of all, Sirianni's a joke. We are, he, yes. he will never get a head coaching job for a while. But why is one of the worst coaches, play calling coaches in the last couple of years, and his record's been terrible everywhere he goes, why is he now upgraded? While like in the middle of the season, it doesn't make any sense. So I mean, they did it to their, themselves. Yeah. They have a great roster, like you said, Ben. It's just the coaches aren't putting the guys on the the in the right spot. And you can blame the coaches, you can blame the players, you can you can do whatever you want. But if you're putting guys, even though they are NFL talent level guys, in the wrong spot, not running the ball anymore when you have one of the best offensive lines, and let's be honest, Hertz is not a passing quarterback. Um, it, they did it to themselves. So I feel I'm happy. I mean, they're they frauds. We were right. Yeah. It's it's unreal. I, I mean, if Belichick goes in there, then we can be start talking about the Eagles again. Right now with Sirianni, man, 
I mean, dude acts like a middle schooler. Coach is like a middle schooler. We were all on the same side for two games, guys. We're all on the same side for the Bills and the Texans. Hey, clap it up. Those are right. Those are right. Squad ride didn't hit, though. What the hell's going on? That's cursed. That you fade the squad ride. You <laughs> fade the squad ride right now. <laughs> squad ride hits Cowboys in the <laughs> Jesus. 38 first half points. <laughs> Couldn't get there. <laughs> you guys have anything else from last round? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll say one last thing. Why you're red hot. You just gave out or said you had the Packers. Um, I know you dominated that Buffalo game uh, with a 17-unit combined win on that game. Um, red hot. So, listeners, you might want to listen to Wyatt this week going forward. He's just seeing the board really well. Or um, fade because I'm due. Law of averages. <laughs> <laughs> or that. You'll see. We'll see. But uh, I will say I gave out one lock on the show last week. Said it was a lock. Uh, Dawson Knox first touchdown score plus 2,500. So yes. hopefully someone listened to that. Good. You did, man. All right. So we're going to get into the first game. We have the Houston Texans traveling to Baltimore to face Ravens. Ravens are nine and a half point home favorites over under set at 43 and a half. Wyatt, where are you sitting at for this game? Oh yeah. Um, a couple stats, uh, for these first two games. Um, Favorites are teams off buys in the playoffs since 2003, 32, 41, and one against the spread. That's 44%. Um, Dallas and, or sorry, San Fran and Baltimore, obviously off that first round buy. Um, also, Lamar, when he is a seven plus point favorite um, since 2017, is one and nine against the spread. Um, and they are a nine and nine, nine and a half point favorite in this game. Screw the numbers, screw the stats. I'm taking Baltimore minus nine and a half. I'm seeing public. And some of, I mean, I think the public and the, and the money is all coming in on Houston. This line open at eight and a half. I'm seeing it now at nine, nine and a half in favor of Baltimore, getting a little bit of reverse line movement from my understanding and from my research. So I'm going to take Baltimore. I am, like I just said, very nervous that Baltimore might come out flat. Um, but I, I think this is a, I, I just think they're a grittier team than, than Dallas is. Um, Houston's young, eager. Houston's going to come out swinging, but I think Baltimore's going to shut them down pretty quickly here. Um, so I'll take them on the spread, nine and a half. I think they win this game probably close to 20 points. Yeah, I like Baltimore minus nine and a half quite a bit here. Um, yeah, I mean, of course Houston's public because the public was one unit on Cleveland last week. They watched their darling Browns get just destroyed, so obviously now they're going to flip over to Houston. It makes a ton of sense. C.J. Stroud. Everything we thought, every reason why we thought Houston should have been the public side last week is now why Houston is public here. Um, but, I mean, point blank, it's just way different. Houston now has to go on the road. They don't get to host like they did against Cleveland. I get Cleveland at the number one defense. Baltimore has number two. But offensively, Baltimore, to me, is so much better. Um, Flacco was good playing with a lead. He just couldn't do it from behind. So, uh, Lamar isn't going to have that problem here. I don't think they're going to be behind, but if they are, he can still bring them back and kind of end up winning this game by margin. Um, I do slightly worry about the the flat spot here off the bye for Baltimore, but I just think they're so well coached with Harbaugh. Uh, he's been around the block so many times. He's had his team in this position countless times. So I just I think the coaching is going to have them rubbed up. Lamar's been in a situation like this before. Um, like I said, defensively, it's one of the strongest defenses that Baltimore's had. Um, I just I really like Baltimore. Uh, obviously, they're second favored to win the Super Bowl. I, I think the fun story with Houston, I do think it finally runs out here. I think Baltimore kind of blows them out. And I like the under uh, 43 and a half. Just really 
don't know if Houston's going to put up that many points this week. I don't think they definitely don't put up that many points this week. Not with this uh, Baltimore defense. The thing that worries me is we saw this just a couple of years ago with a team from the same division. We saw the Titans go out and beat the Ravens in a, a surprise victory. Um, I don't think that happens here. I, I'm with you guys. I'm also on the Ravens. Just that defense is too good. This team's too good. The offense has been better than they have in a long time, which I predicted when they drafted Zay Flowers. I thought they finally actually had some receiving weapons as like the Rashad Bateman uh, show of years past is finally over. Like, okay, we get some new guys in here. We actually got some weapons. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. Texans, I think, extremely well coached to even make the playoffs and then to make it to the divisional round is just a testament to how good that they've been this year. But now you go up against the one seed that, I mean, kicked around the 49ers. So, uh, yeah, Houston, been a great season. Congratulations to you guys. Yeah. I will add one thing because I've already seen it on a, a TikTok I posted. If you come in here saying, oh, but Baltimore and, and San Fran are technically on three-week buys because they didn't play in week 18. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> we, we know. Okay. Yeah. They, the quarterback didn't play. Okay, make sure. Okay, never mind. I've just seen people <laughs> in the comments, and I know that's that might happen. I just want to be like, yeah, we we watch football as well. We understand. Yes. Yeah. I have one last thing to add too. Yeah. Um, and this is probably going to get some sort of public look here eventually, but week one NFL season this year, Texans at Baltimore. Baltimore nine and a half point favorite over under forty three and a half. Exact same line for wow. both. Baltimore twenty five to nine in that game. And I get that was Stroud's first start ever, but Baltimore has also come a long way from, I think, week one. They're playing way better. Um, but, yeah, I at the end of the day, I don't think much has changed since those uh, two games. I mean, honestly, Houston's, I think they are the most banged-up team in the playoffs. So, I, I don't know. I could see Baltimore winning by even more than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's head to the other conference. We got the Packers heading to San Fran to face the Niners. Niners are nine and a half point home favorites. Over under set at fifty and a half. Ethan, we're starting with you. Yeah, Green Bay is scary. They're not to me. They're the scariest team remaining in the playoffs, um, and they're really just playing on a complete free roll here. They got into the playoffs late. I uh, don't think they really expected to, and they just have nothing to lose. They're just balling, having fun with it. Uh, like we mentioned before the show, they caught Dallas. I mean, Dallas probably got so comfortable knowing that they had Green Bay. Um, I think I, I might have said it last week, or I might have said it to you guys, or I don't know who I said it to, or maybe I just th- thought it in my head, but I did not want Green Bay whatsoever uh, to play Detroit because, I mean, they just make me nervous. They came into Detroit on Thanksgiving and kind of did the same thing. They just went out there, had nothing to lose, and, I mean, they're scary when they're uh, clicking on offense there. So, yeah, I mean, it is a lot of points to lay here. I am going to take a stab at San Francisco, though, minus the points. I just think San Fran at home, I cannot see San Fran losing. Um, so I do think they're at least going to win this game. I'm going to take a stab and guess that it is by margin. Blew out Seattle last year in their first game of the playoffs. Um, it was close early, and then they pulled away late. I could see it similar here. Ultimately, I just think San Fran is not going to overlook Green Bay after what Green Bay just did to Dallas. I think their defense is going to be able to shut down uh, that offense more than Dallas was able to. Well, they didn't even do it at all. So, uh, yeah, San Fran's going to have more defensive success here. Offensively, we all know uh, San Fran offensively is a nightmare for everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be a nightmare for Green Bay. 
Uh, I'll take the over. I think San Fran probably puts up near somewhere in the 30s. Um, I think Green Bay could get to 17. I think that should be enough to get you over that total there. But yeah, I think San Fran pulls away late. Yeah, this one is uh, an interesting one to me. Because um, like you said, Ethan, Green Bay is kind of just that team that they're just clicking. They're just clicking. Their coach is just letting them play. Jordan Love's starting to get confidence. I have Green Bay right now circled at the plus nine and a half, but I think I might be changing on the show. I did give out last show this exact matchup because I did have Green Bay over um, the Cowboys. I said this game has been closer than you think, but San Fran's going to win. I'm going to flip. I'm going to flip to San Fran this game. I'm I'm looking towards that that Dallas game last week. Green Bay ran all over them. They they ran all over them. They threw all over them. Aaron Jones had uh, hundred something yards. Um, what's his name? Dobbs Stoops had 160 receiving yards. Like they're not going to do that to San Fran. I think I think San Fran's going to get after them. Uh, they had the best um, defensive lineman, probably best two defensive linemen. Chase Young is not the greatest season, but he's a freak, um, the best linebacker, um, one of the best safeties. Uh, their corners are a little suspect, but I think they can, uh, I think they'll be okay. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take San Fran to cover. I'm actually going to flip to the under on this one though. Um, at 50 and a half, I've seen it's gone up a point open at 49 and a half. I see it's at 50 and a half. I'm going to take a shot at the under. I think this is going to be like a, like a 23 to 10 game. I think it's gonna be a pretty low scoring. I think San Fran's going to figure out green Bay. Um, and yeah, lower scoring, which you would t- usually mean take Green Bay, but I'm going to go like a 13, 10 to 14 point San Fran win, low scoring. The under seems like the side to be on. And I don't know about you guys, but does Jordan Love, does he own stock in Lazy Boy? Because he looked comfy in the pocket against <laughs> Dallas. I mean, that dude looked comfy, man. He was kicked back, legs up. Um, it's going to be hard to get against the Niners. I think right now, too, we just saw the Packers go into Dallas and just smoke the Cowboys, which I think a lot of people were really high on, including myself. I totally forgot Mike McCarthy coached them. Um, <laughs> the, I feel like the public is going to be leaning on the Packers and the 10. I think that they think it's going to be very close, and I can absolutely see why. Um, what makes me want to be on the Niners is their coach. Kyle Shanahan. I really trust Shanahan to have these guys ready to go. Um, nine and a half. It seems it seems like a fair point spread. Like I wonder what this would have been if it was. Like let's just throw Dallas in there. I know they wouldn't have played Dallas, but what do you think the spread would have been if they did play Dallas? Four and a half, five and a half would be my guess. Yeah, it's a six, six and a half, six, six and a half. So not not too far off. And now you're getting the Packers. Yeah, let's go San Fran. I love that offense, too. That offense and defense, they got great pieces on both sides. Um, Dallas was flat as can be. I'm just going to say it like that. Dallas was flat as can be. Packers took advantage. Don't think they get that luxury against San Fran. Yeah, I'm seeing 43% of the tickets, 57% of the money on San Fran as well. But that that spread is like if the Packers just barely won – I think it would be like 80% 49ers. I feel like we're getting a whole bunch of movement in the Packers' favor because they blew out Dallas. Right. And it's the same reason why Houston's getting all the love, because people are just reacting to that one game, that one thing they just saw, and they're like, oh, Green Bay is a world beater. Right. They're gonna they're going all the way now. I mean, I'm sure they've I'm sure Vegas has taken so many bets on Green Bay to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. 
And I've seen this so much in fantasy football too, just to use this as an example. You'll see a guy have a great week and then he gets picked up on waiver wire and you're like, congratulations on that great week. You are chasing what happened in the past instead of looking towards the future, what he's up against this week. Yep. Hand up. I said on the show, <laughs> I thought that was uh, I thought that was going to be the issue with Puka Nakua. I said, avoid him, drop him, trade him. I think, week three or four. I think there's a live of me out there somewhere about free agents. Whatever <laughs> wire saying the same thing. I think I was calling him Poopa Nakua. So. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. Uh, I was you, wrong. Way wrong. You guys ready to get into our games now? <sighs> yes. All right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Detroit to face the Lions. Lions are six and a half point home favorites. Over/under set at forty-eight and a half. Wyatt, I'm sending you to to you first, but I have a question for you first. Yep. What's better than hosting one playoff game? All of them. <laughs> hosting two playoff games. <laughs> We're starting there. We're starting there. What do you think is going to happen, man? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, terrified of this game. Uh, this is the one game I was alluding to talking about um, the, the divisional round teams that are gritty teams that want it. Tampa Bay wants it. Tampa Bay wants to be here. They're very similar. I think there's three teams, Detroit, Tampa, and Green Bay, that are all in the same sort of category of just, I think they're, and I'm going to keep using the word grit because that's kind of Detroit's word, but it's like that same thing. They're just really like, I think their players are behind the coaches. I think the players are behind each other. I, I think there's, a lot of respect in the locker room. I think there's a lot of brotherhood bonding. Like, I just think these three teams have it figured out in that aspect of the game. Now, are they the best teams? No. Um, Detroit's not the most talented. The Bucks are by far the least talented team in this playoffs. And they, they know that. I think they know that. Um, so I'm very scared. I, I Baker kind of has a, a swagger about him. He's always had it. Um, and he's, I mean, He's had a rough little patch the last couple of years, but he's he was a winner in Cleveland. He's now a winner in Tampa. Yes, it was the worst division in football or one of the worst divisions in football. But, yeah, I'm going to take Tampa on the plus six and a half. I'm, I think Detroit's going to win it. I hope Detroit wins it. But we saw Detroit almost blow that game in the second half. Detroit has a very hard time finishing games. They always have. Um, I just think Tampa is going to be – they're just always going to be in this game. I think they're always going to be a touchdown away, a field goal away. I think it's always going to be somewhere close to a one-possession game. Um, I can see this coming down to kind of similar to last week where Detroit squeaks by, has the ball, maybe up a field goal, scores a game-winning field goal, something along that gist. So I think it's going to be a, a tight game. Really want to take this under. I think it's too obvious. Um, it's way too high, in my opinion, 40-and-a-half. Tampa Bay's defense uh it gets very very underlooked their their run defense is phenomenal they blitz almost every single play detroit has a huge run game um it's a they focus on a lot of play action a lot of run um so i think they could have trouble with with tampa's blitz and we saw a little bit of that um in the regular season um i don't remember the exact score um i think it was a weird like 26 to 9 or something something yeah it was single digits for tampa six. 20 to six. Yeah. Something weird like that. Um, so that was a low scoring game. So I was a little shocked to see it this high. I'm guessing because it's Detroit score. Well, Detroit didn't actually score that much, but um, Tampa scored quite a bit um, last week. So I think you're getting a little bit of extra juice on that. So I would lean the under, but I'm gonna take Tampa to plus six and a half. I think Detroit ultimately wins, but I think it's gonna be a closer game than people are, are thinking it's going to be. Yeah. We're seeing pretty eye to eye on this one. Um, as much as I want to give out Detroit minus six and a half and a blowout, I do think Tampa finds a way to cover this game. 
I could really see this being where like Detroit is up four or six points with the ball in field goal range and they just get the first downs and take knees and you're kind of kicking yourself like, man, they could so easily just kick this field goal and cover for me, but they're not going to. Um, I could see something like that happening. Obviously, Detroit didn't cover this past week as minus three favorites. I got burnt on that. Why? I know you had the the smart thought of just taking Detroit money line, um, being happy with a win. I wish I would have done that too, but yeah, I mean, six and a half, it's way too high. I'm extremely shocked it's this high. It's already been bet up to six and a half from six as well. Um, but yeah, I just, I think Tampa hangs around. This is the matchup I was kind of hoping for. Uh, I truly think Tampa is just a, a poor man's Rams, to be honest with you. I think they're very similar teams. Uh, I think Baker is worse than Stafford. I think uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are combined probably worse than Puka and Cooper Cup. Uh, defensively, I, I do think they're pretty similar. Both teams are off recent Super Bowl wins. Um, still have their Super Bowl coaches, but obviously a lot of missing pieces around them. I don't know. It's just they're very similar teams, and I think the Rams are just a little more explosive. I don't think Tampa's going to challenge our defense like the Rams did. Um, yeah, I, I just think – I think Detroit's the better team. I do think it is a bit of a letdown spot for Tampa. I don't know if they fully uh, thought they could beat Philly or were going to beat Philly. They almost seemed a little bit more hyped up than Detroit did, I thought. Um, and now Detroit gets to stay home where they thought – I think heading into the weekend, they thought there was no way they were going to get a second playoff game at home. I think they thought they were going to have to travel, which I thought would have been a huge letdown game going back down to Dallas. But – I don't know. Staying home, I just feel like Dan Campbell's going to have them prepared. Um, Tampa also, I don't feel like they're on as much of that like free roll that Green Bay is because, like I said, they've been here recently. Um, I mean, Baker hasn't necessarily <clears throat> been. He was in the playoffs with the Browns a little bit ago, but a lot of these players, a lot of the coaches, you know, they they're off that fresh Super Bowl from a couple years ago. So I just I don't know if if they're playing with as much of a fuck it, let's ball type of motto or, uh, you know, as Green Bay is. So, yeah, I just – I think Detroit ultimately finds a way to win here, but I do think six and a half is just too many points. I think Tampa hangs around. It's never easy for Detroit. So, um, yeah, six and a half, a lot of points. I also like the under because I think, yeah, Tampa just put up, what, 32. Detroit scored on their first three possessions and ultimately slowed down. But, yeah, there's some recency bias with both teams scoring um, a decent <laughs> amount of points. So, I think it stays under. I, it seems like an under week this week for sure. Um, I see this game being a lot like that Chiefs Dolphins game, where it's close, but you're you're never really in doubt of who's going to win. I 100% see Detroit winning this game. Like I don't see you guys losing this at all. I do have the Bucks minus a six and a half because I think that with Mike Evans, I mean his anytime touchdown has to be what minus 100. Yeah, <laughs> like dude seems like he scores just about every game, doesn't it? Um, not last game, but yes, <laughs> yeah, not last game, not last game. But the dude just, I mean, he's a red zone beast. Him and Baker, they've looked pretty good. Um, but like the some of the things you need to win in the playoffs, too, is just something you guys are so good at, which Tampa could stop the run, but Tampa also not very great at running. So, Rashad White, if, if you're trying to run the clock out, I just don't know if they're able to. And I don't think they're even going to get to that situation. I think the Lions will take the lead early in the game. And I think they just hold on to it till the final whistle. God, I hope. Hope you're right. Make it easy. Well, 
I mean, I think so because we've been on the same side for everything so far, all three games. Very impressive, which can only mean one thing to end this episode. Uh, just an absolute banger. And we have the swing vote down there and Mr. Wyatt. So Mr. Wyatt will go last. We'll start with Ethan. And that game is the Kansas City Chiefs heading to Buffalo to face the Bills. Bills are two-and-a-half-point home favorites. Over-under is set at 45. This is the only one that is predicted to be kind of close. So, Ethan, let's start with you and your, uh, I believe, AFC uh, Super Bowl pick, correct? That is correct. Yeah, I picked the Bills to go all the way and uh, end up losing the Super Bowl. I still like it. Uh, first, I have to get past Kansas City, and I do think they will. Honestly, I... The spread is close at two and a half, but I just don't think it's deservedly so. I think the only reason is because it is the Chiefs are still the the name of the football team. Mahomes is still the name of the quarterback. Reed is still the name of the head coach. Uh, but it's not the same Kansas City team that we've seen in the past that's beaten Buffalo in the playoffs. It's had success against Buffalo. It just isn't. Um, Kansas City was able to dominate Miami last week, um, which they they did look impressive. They looked a little bit better on all phases of the ball, but it's Miami. We've talked about Miami a lot this year. They're kind of fraudulent, especially you get them out in the cold. I mean, good God, Tua looked like a complete mess. Um, so I, I think they – I mean, I think it was an advantageous matchup, honestly, against Miami. Don't think they're so lucky here against Buffalo, especially in Buffalo. It's now Mahomes' first true road playoff game. Um, and I just – I think Buffalo takes the lead early, and I, I just don't see how – Kansas City can can play from behind and come back. Um, just don't have the pieces offensively that I think they need. And Mahomes is still very good. Reed is still very good. Even I am, like, in the back of my head, I keep asking myself, like, can Kansas City do this? Like, are they going to come back? And I don't know. I think the public thinks that as well. Um, I'm sure Kansas City is going to take a lot of public money as we get closer to kickoff because it's Mahomes as an underdog in the playoffs against Buffalo, who chokes all the time. I just don't think it's the case. I think Buffalo pulls away. Um, I think Mah- or, uh, Josh Allen is going to have just a heyday with his legs. I think he's going to make a lot of plays running the ball. Um, looked really good passing the ball against Pittsburgh, which I do think Kansas City's defense is better than Pittsburgh, but I just don't know if he's going to have that many problems uh, getting the ball around to his receivers. I think Buffalo puts up a lot of points. I just don't think Kansas City can match. So I think Buffalo pulls away in this game. Um, I think they win it pretty easily. I'll take the under 45. I don't think Kansas City puts up that many points. And I think there's just a ton of recency bias towards, I mean, when people see these teams in the playoffs, they instantly think back to, uh, when was that, Ben, 2021, that divisional game, 22? I think, yeah, I think it was two years ago. Okay. Well, everyone thinks back to that one game where there was like, I don't know, 21 points scored in the final couple of minutes and just a shootout late. Everyone wants that. They kind of expect it. Um, so I do think we're getting a little bit of value on the under here. And again, I just, I don't think Kansas City puts up that many points in this one. So I like Buffalo minus the points and the under. Okay. I get to tell you guys the things that, that we're missing. So we're missing Kansas City is just some bad team this year, right? Well, they got the same record as Buffalo. Things fall, two different games fall a different way. Buffalo doesn't even make the playoffs. Chiefs were locked into the third seed. You could talk about divisions. Jets with... I mean, the Dolphins, are they frauds? Yes. Buffalo played Pittsburgh, who I think is the only team that really didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs. Um, if you take all – Miami was the second highest scoring team 
in the league this year. We played them twice. If you take both games, all eight quarters, just Miami's points, you put them together, we still cover the spread last week. They scored 21 points. The Chiefs, they, they think we're bad because our offense hasn't looked as good. We completely changed identities. We're a heavy defensive team now. If you look at the NFL over the last two years, teams that have scored 30 points uh, against us has happened one time. That was in the Super Bowl. The other team that's done it, trick question, no other team's done that in the last two years. It's only been Kansas City. You're looking at it. You're getting the two and a half points with the Chiefs. You're getting Mahomes and a team. I don't care about home or away, really. I mean, the Chiefs. They usually win whether they're home or away. That's just the way that they've been playing. And I'm not I'm not even trying to be like an asshole about that. They just one of the better teams. Uh they want this game. I mean the Bills want it too. The Bills they they need this game because they have just been beat by us over and over and over again. You can't be beat by us at home. Uh and the Chiefs they just have everybody saying that how bad we are, even though we're an eleven and six team and I mean 75 if not 80 percent of the teams wish that they were as bad as us so we're going into this game cold weather i don't think affects either team we just saw uh i think like a whole bunch of chiefs fans fans i don't know if they're chiefs fans a whole bunch of fans actually went to the hospital after that game for hypothermia and frostbite i don't know if you guys they had to be dolphins fans those guys they (laughs) sniffed anything under 50 degrees (laughs) no no i I saw some shirtless guys out there too, and I'm like, man, it's gonna suck if they amputate your nipples like that. <laughs> it's a bad situation. Um, I, I I think Kansas City gets it done. I think the Chiefs win this one too. I think it's I think that line's right. I think it's gonna be very close. We saw a close game earlier, um, and you know, like take take the penalty out of it. I I don't even care about that penalty. This is a completely new game. Um, I don't know. I I like the Chiefs a lot in this one. Why? What do you think? Yeah, so I'm the tiebreaker here. A um, couple stats. Uh, Mahomes has never been a – never played in a road playoff game. So we are on new territory. Yes, that doesn't include Super Bowl. We're technically – that one Super Bowl was at Tampa, and yeah, they played Tampa, but I guess that doesn't qualify. Um which I, it's not a true home game, but there was probably more, way more Tampa fans than than Chiefs fans there. Um, so that's that's an interesting stat. Also, I have a question: How many times Ben or Ethan has Patty Mahomes been an underdog in his career? Ten. Ten times. Seven seven and three straight up. Eight one and one against the spread. Um, so you have that stat, and then you have the stat that he's never played a home or an, an away playoff game um, besides the Super Bowls. So those are kind of contradicting. We have Buffalo, who has been – who Kansas City has been Buffalo's daddy in the playoffs since forever. Josh Allen is one win away multiple times from being that guy, but we have to remember it's the Buffalo Bills. They did this in the 80s and 90s, four straight Super Bowls without anything. Kansas City is Kansas City. I know they're not as good as they is. I they're just a different team. They're a different team, like you said. They're a different team, which makes me really like the under 45 points. You tell me the the Chiefs Bills is the lowest total this weekend. Well, never mind. Baltimore, Houston. But Chiefs Bills is the second lowest total this weekend. Get out of town. Give me the under all day there. I'm an emotional hedge here. I have the Bills to win the playoffs or win the Super Bowl. Give me the Chiefs at the plus two and a half. Give me the Chiefs money line. Oh, Chiefs money line. 
Yes. I like it. Like it a lot. Also, one more stat that none of us have brought up, and I think it might be the most important stat. Josh Allen, I think he was on the cover of Madden this year. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I did it. I didn't have those waning notes. crescent stats. How did I miss God that? Damn it. <laughs> well, I gotta go cash out some futures. <laughs> yeah, does anyone have a moon update on the moon? <laughs> yeah. Is it low tide or high tide during the game? <laughs> All right, you guys got anything else for these games? Any of them? Anything we didn't hit on? I'm nervous. Nervous about our both our boys. Um, big weekend for us, though. Big weekend. Who would have thought the beginning of this year that – I mean, you probably thought the Chiefs were going to be there. That's that's fair. But Lions-Chiefs in the division. divisional round. I, yeah. thought I, I thought you guys could do it. Yeah. If he doesn't want to tell – I've been done the, the same way it started. That's Jeez. what I think. These lines. <laughs> that's what I hope. Oh, that's a script. I mean, I'm rooting for, despite betting on San Fran, I'm kind of rooting for Green Bay. Let me say, I this. don't know if we can, I don't know if we can knock out San Fran. They're yeah. just a better version of us in every aspect of the game. In my but opinion, they don't have version of everybody. <laughs> yeah, yes, but that's yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> Let me just yeah. say, if it is a Chiefs-Lions Super Bowl, I'll be rooting for the Lions. No. Yeah. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Y'all deserve Why, because you already have two? <laughs> no, y'all de- we got we got three. We got two with Patty. <laughs> oh, when's your third? Way back. Like the fourth Super Bowl. Oh, we oh, beat the Vikings. oh, oh. I thought you meant like in your life. Gotcha. No, 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 no. Gotcha. No. I was yeah. like, I just remembered two. I mean, come on. I, I've been a Lions fan since last year with Hard Knocks. <laughs> and Ethan. <laughs> America's team, man. They're the new yeah. Cowboys. They really are, dude. I will say, um, yeah, Patty Mahomes, great quarterback, but he has nothing on Chiefs first year boarding quarterback. Is it Len Dawson? Len Dawson, you know yeah. yeah. That picture of him smoking, smoking that cigarette. cigarette and drinking a beer at <laughs> halftime at the Super Bowl, that's a quarterback. You bring that guy back, he won't lose. I no. got them up my wall right now, dude. Do you really? I do. I got that all of picture? them. No, not that one. Actually, can I, you guys want to see something cursed real quick? Oh, boy. Like ghost cursed? No. <laughs> if you bring up the lions. Oh, oh boy. boy. Is that Joshy? Is that Joshy like- Boo? Can I bet you for that, Ben? <laughs> if, if the Bills win this week, can I have that? <laughs> if the Bills win, I'm going to be so sad, dude. Actually, you know I was what? looking around my basement, and I I have many helmets of like all the teams I root for. Uh-huh. And then I have one random one that happens to be Tampa Bay. So I'm like, what do I want to do with that? It looks cool now. It's set up like head-to-head. Um, but like, do I just want to smash it? Kind of. <laughs> Like, is that bad to have in my house? Like, I don't know. <laughs> How I have about, one of the jerseys, too. We'll put something up. How about um, if the Chiefs win, you have to buy, like, a Mahomes shirt or a Mahomes jersey or something like that. And if the Bills win, I'll send you that. That is – I will do that. Will you? You got to buy it. Money? Let me buy it for you, from you. You don't got to buy it. I'll put it on the line. I'll put. You have to buy the shirt or the jersey. Okay. If they win, but if the Bills win, I'll send it to you. 
Okay. Does it have to be Mahomes or can it be any Chiefs? No, it has to be Mahomes. Okay. Or a Swift jersey. No. I'll be Mahomes. <laughs> I'll take Mahomes. You guys ready to get to the squad ride? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, what are we thinking, guys? Uh, Baltimore, nine and a half. I like that. Okay. Yep. So that means Texans money line if you're listening. <laughs> Lock it. Lock it in. I would oh, love that. Then uh, Houston or Baltimore's gonna win by like a field goal and where everyone loses. <laughs> That's true. Hey, I'm hoping for a Texans win and a Chiefs win so we can have the arrowhead invitational again. But let's go to the big three. Uh White, you want to start? Yeah, I will snag San Fran minus nine and a half. I'm going to take the under in the Chiefs' bills. And I'm going to take, I hate it, it's square, but the under in the Bucks' lions Yep, I'm going to take Buffalo minus two and a half. Under Kansas City-Buffalo. Under Houston-Baltimore. I'll do Kansas City money line. I'll do 49ers minus nine and a half. And I'll do Evans anytime touchdown. Lovely. Like that variety. Woo! Sprinkling it all around. <laughs> all right, guys. We got a big fight coming up this weekend. We got uh, Dreykus versus Sean Strickland. That's going to be coming out on Friday at 5 o'clock. If you guys want to tune into Tapping Vegas, we're going to have more uh, getting technical videos coming out for you here shortly, too. So make sure you guys tune in for that. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube. Follow us everywhere. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Head over to bettergreen.com right now. See you later, guys. Peace. Go Lions. See you guys. Later, guys. Go Cardiac Cats. Later, guys. See you guys. <laughs> you better start listening to the Better in Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better in Green. Hey. To Better in Green. Hey. To Better in Green. Hey. Listen in and get out. That's what it's all about. Come on, let's make cash now. We always on spot and we cover old spot from the bottom to the top. Hey, shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.